Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I'm your host, Tess Skinner. And today's guest, we have Mattias Samuelson. It says here that your dad, Pajel. Show. Another classic American name. It's Mike Shope. Your goal song is the country song, Trip Too Hard by Little Baby. Why? Uh, it's a good song. I like, like the beat. No, why do you have a goal song? And the Bulldog. Oh, um, hoping one day you get one. Dream big, that's good. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Getting back to our conversation about the Sabres and the last 12 years, 12 plus, the biggest mistake they've made, it's not... Easy, it seems, to just come up with one thing. A lot of things they did that didn't turn out seemed like good ideas at the time, at least to some of us. But um, they're making history here with their their own drought. You know, it, it, this show can't be trusted to not just divert at some point and talk about Malachi Corley or some other draft prospect that uh, as the draft, the NFL draft creeps closer. But for now, we're talking about the first thing. 803-0550 is the number of pregame at 6 tonight for Sabres-Panthers. Let's go to Ryan next. Hi, Ryan. Hey, guys. Um, so one thing I've been thinking about recently with the Sabres is I, it seems like we just never have good veterans. All the teams that win the Cup or go far in the playoffs seem to have their top guys be veterans. And I'm not saying like 24-, 25-year-old guys who have been in the league for five years. Um, guys that have been around for quite some time. And, and it's not that we haven't drafted well, because we actually have. I mean, Reinhardt's obviously a really good player. Um, Eichel, too. But at the same time, it just seems like we haven't had the right group of veteran players um, yeah. to get us you know, to where we need to be. Yeah, you know, I don't know uh, how fair this is. Thanks, Ryan. It's a good, good point here. How fair this is, but Bulldog, it just kind of has always felt that way for me with the Sabres. Like, Certain, I don't know. Are you thinking of Gary Roberts yes, yet? Yes, yes. Like just certain, certain of, of these Roberts. like playoff winning guys that yep. bounce around the league and seem like they play for everybody and are in the playoffs all the time. I don't know. Like in the in the eighties, this used to this point used to bother me. Like why, why can't the Sabers get some of these guys that are just like known? And then right. they started like with Muckler, they started to do it. And through the nineties, they did a lot of that, going they into like, trading for Doug Gilmore. My, my Sabres never traded for Doug Gilmore. What's going on here? Right. Uh, and it was awesome, I thought. But, you know, how about his point, like, in recent years? 
Sure. I mean, I, I absolutely, you, you, we've been together. We are, we are sometimes that old married couple. Like you, you were, you're starting to talk and thinking to yourself, I'll bet Bulldogs thinking of Gary Roberts. I mean, that's going back quite a ways. I know. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think that, I think that works. I mean, I, I don't know how different things would be if they had even swapped out veteran guys on this team for different veteran guys. Um, there was a little too much of the, like, we've got it made, we're all set, I think, vibe with this team, even though they did really, even with Gergensons and Oposo serving in those veteran mentorship-type roles last year, this team plainly, uh, you know, according to their coach and general manager, struggled with the pressure of being in a playoff race. Isn't that what the veteran guys are supposed to be here to, to provide? To show, I mean, not that Gergensons has been through it. He's been a Sabre his whole life, and he's never been in the playoffs. Um, but still, I, I, I just think you, you, want, you want guys that can kind of show you the way, but they got to be able to play too, right? That's Eric Johnson. Like, I'm, I'm mad they didn't do enough on defense and that one of their two moves was Eric Johnson because he had won the Cup in Colorado and he's – you know, he's like Sean McDermott. He knows what it looks like, right? So let's get him here. And the problem is, other than some blocked shots on the penalty kill, he's one of the worst players on the team. <laughs> Just a, you got you got to have both ends of that. You got to have respected veteran knows you know how to do it and what it should look like and feel like. But you also got to be able to hold up your end for 16 minutes a night on the ice. Those players are less. I'll, there are fewer of them in the league now. The the grizzled playoff veteran guy like that. That's that's 2007 when they traded for Zubris, right? Like that's when that right. was. Yes. So the league is younger, and whereas that that might have been a 35 year old, the the Leafs did all of that back before the canceled season. They had a bunch of these guys. They had Brian Leach, Ron Francis. Phil Housley, Roberts, Newendike. Newendike, right. Yeah. Like, that's, they brought Gilmore back. He might have played one game. Like, they they had all of that. I'm, they've done well, They've if, done everything. And they're in the playoffs every year, but they've, 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 you know, prior to last year, couldn't win a round for ages, and they have, they've tried every, we need toughness, we need more skill, we need experience, everything. I mean, they've just tried it all. Maybe uh, like um, you know, capping it with signing Ryan Reeves to a three-year contract this offseason, which is just one of the most hilarious things that's ever happened. It is. Oh yeah, I shouldn't be throwing stones at the Leafs. Whatever, I'm looking up at them by twelve points or something. So yeah, so in a certain era, those guys, those guys were in their mid thirties. But I mean, how many guys are even in their mid thirties? It's like the very best players make a, a Crosby, right? Those guys yeah. keep going. Um, but like the the role player types are are younger. Can I tell the Roberts the, the the Roberts story like the Roberts example that makes me nuts? Like I wanted the Sabers to trade for that specific player, and he went to Pittsburgh. I don't know from where now, but he went to Pittsburgh and first round series with Ottawa. Yep, they're cruising. Like the game starts. I, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. Game starts. He like destroys some Ottawa defenseman behind the net on like a borderline maybe dirty hit. And, perfect. Right. Perfect. Exactly what you're here for. That, that's game one. There's like a few minutes left. They're up by two or three. Whatever. The game's over. 
and he just cross-checks some dude from behind at the boards just to just to do it, just like, it's a long series, right? And just turns around like anybody. And, look, I know it's a – that that's like an antiquated style, right? <laughs> like, but at the time, and even now today, like, wouldn't you love a guy in a Sabres uniform that is there to just? He's just telling you this is how it. And it, he was no goon. He was a very good player for a long time. By yeah. then, he was very much a role player. Um, but the role was tone setting. I, I've got this young stud Crosby, and we've got Melkin, and we got all these guys, and I've got this guy, and this is how you do it. And it just, man, that hurt me so much when I saw that game one that year. I'm like, that's the guy I need right there. There it is. Nope. That's the year after or no? That's like 708, right? The year after the, the Penguins got him? I'd have to look what, I think it year, is. He, what he, year he got there, if it was the, the Zubris year or not. They, no, they traded, for, that's, they traded for him that year. Okay. Like Pittsburgh did that. Pittsburgh wasn't really good yet. But they, they did that. He went there midseason, like deadline. And then the next year, when the Sabres missed after Drury left and Briere left, then Pittsburgh's there. Like, they're all, they're almost yep. winning the cup yet. They didn't win that year, but like. oh nine they won. Right. right, the year after. He's already 40. They were He was 40 when the Penguins made that trade. Yeah. Has the show ever sounded? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mike is next. Hello, Mike. <laughs> hey, guys. How you doing? Good, thank you. Okay, uh, I think the fact the, the mistake that the Sabres made is you got to start with the general managers. Uh, you can't have a young general manager. Kevin Adams is not the answer there. Uh, I don't really know who you can get, but he. I didn't like to hire at the beginning. I don't like to hire now. And uh, the other thing is, and this is probably going to be antiquated, you know, uh, but it is the fact that we fired Lindy Ruff. Lindy Ruff was probably the best coach that we've had in years. And all these other coaches are just useless. And Don Granato is just a nice guy. Uh, Nowadays, you got to coddle these players. And Don Granato coddles him, and that's why he's the coach. You don't need somebody to coddle him. You need a Mike Babcock. You need a, uh, who am I thinking of, uh, John Tortorella. You need somebody that can grab these guys by the neck and throw them up against a wall. You know, seriously. You know, there's no there's no discipline. You know, and and they just don't have any, uh, you know, they don't, have, they don't have any pride. There's no pride. That's it. I don't know about no pride. Uh, the the point about Granado, like, look, Mike has talked about it already today. I've talked, I've been talking about it since they committed to him. Um, at least I, I remember mentioning it. It's not like I, every day I sit here and say the same thing over and over again. Who would want to listen to that? Um, but like, can you make the transition from, you know, go go go, just go find out how good you can be, right? Don't worry about making mistakes. Just go. We need to find out who you are and what you can be as a player. And that was where Granado started immediately when he took over from Kruger, and that it 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 helped a lot. I mean, they they have had a lot of good developments from that. Tage Thompson, chief among them. 
Dalene sort of reclaiming his spot as, even though it's been an uneven year for him mostly, still he's he looks like a guy that could be a Norris Trophy guy uh, again. Um, and Granado, I think, gets a lot of credit for getting those guys either back on track or on track. But can you transition from that to, you know, taskmaster? I need you to do the unpleasant, the, the, the things that aren't as fun. Yeah, we need to focus on defending and playing a 200-foot game and your, your gap on the rush and all this different stuff that's not loose and freewheeling and fun. Um, you know, that was a, a question when they committed to him. And I, you know, you've got the results. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Are the results a smoking gun that he can't do it? I don't know, but it certainly doesn't look favorable. I mean, they've they've been sort of doing the same thing for more than a year now. Well, they really have cycled through coaches here post Lindy, of course. But in each one, I kind of feel like it went too long. You know, it's not my money. But what do the what do the fans care about the money? Like the, the owner has it. The owner has to pay the money. That's how it goes, and doesn't mean anything else. It's just and it's which part of why it doesn't happen, you know, sooner probably just common sense. But doesn't mean anything to my evaluation of whether you're a winning hockey team or not. Like once once it seems rotten, then you move, even if it doesn't seem that rotten, because teams do it. How much of a change would it really be? The, the proverbial spark and, you know, who knows what kind of uh, formula you'll get out of it. But I think, like, Bilesma was tough because he'd won. He was credibility. That that word is always sort of, like, it seems to elude the Sabres on maybe, like, a, a management level or a coaching level or even players. That's kind of the Roberts point. But by the second year, there's all this kind of talk about mutiny yeah. with him. Like, end it. And then it's Housley, and that was pretty bad from the beginning. Just like he was not qualified. He, he wasn't good enough. Pretty obvious, pretty early. It just You have to go the two years, I guess. Like, that's what you signed up for? And Kruger, they had to lose, what, 16 games in a row? <laughs> Every soundbite made you cringe. Players just being misused and, and even criticized publicly. How does that just – how is that allowed to continue? Yeah. And I think this year – feels like some version of that after last season, which was promising, like some of these philosophical changes and things, which by the way, also amount to a less entertaining brand of hockey, which I think should matter too, maybe not on the top shelf, mm-hmm. has also just been, well, what what is actually happening here? Like th- that's what coaching is. Getting the most out of players, but also making sort of the the overall work, the system and and the Sabres just turned the clocks back this year, like, on purpose. I mean, I, I understand their explanation for it, but the results are what it's they are. Work. It hasn't worked, yeah. And just all the way back to the caller's first point, like, we we all, like, have feelings. You know, Lindy can be very an emotional topic, and it was even the day he was fired. Uh, I, you know, but it was, it was you, you can't, on one hand, be talking about, changing coaches to get an impact and then say a guy that was here for 13 years should have stayed longer. Like it, it, they were, they were out. Of, they were, out, they were, they were done. It was done. It had run its course. And yes, they have not had success since that happened. But to me, that's not a correlation. Like you just, you don't have jobs for life in this sport and they needed a change. And because it didn't work, doesn't mean they didn't need a change.
Yeah, I can't be the guy who says like they're waiting too long when a coach is in the his second season and say that they should have kept Lindy Ruff for twenty five years. <laughs> you can't, I mean, just that that doesn't that doesn't work. Andy is next. Hi, Andy. Good. How you guys doing tonight? Good. Thank you. I uh, just wanted to touch base, kind of something I think you guys had mentioned when Terry was first kind of taken over. It was kind of announced he was taken over with him being such a fan. Guy doesn't have many checks and balances in place. I think based off of what the other caller was saying with Kevin Adams, we need someone with a backbone, someone that's going to tell Terry, just listen, write the check. This is what we need to do and have very little input on some of the stuff. But it's almost like he's playing franchise mode on the PlayStation and needs to reset the game here and step away and let the people put in place do their jobs. Uh, I'll hang up and listen and see what you guys think. Well, I'm, I'm, I, I would totally – we talked about Jim Rutherford earlier today. Um, that might have been an idea that was an eye roll when it, when it, when it happened. Um, Don, Wild, Don Waddell a few years ago uh, getting hired in Carolina and Rod Brindamore and naming his, the, the, the team's grit and grind or something in training camp. Yes. Like, ha, 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 yeah. ha, ha, and look at them. They're like a model franchise with guys that you would have thought when they got hired, like, come on, that's never going to work. So – yeah, I, uh, uh, someone with credibility uh, and, and, and you know, may, ideally maybe some hardware or something um, as, the, as the leader of the franchise as opposed to what they've got. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think you could have made this point 10 years ago. You could have made this point today, which you did. Well, I'm, I'm not um, so negative toward Adams. I, I think it's really easy to say – Somebody else should tell truth to power, but a lot of people wouldn't, you know, be so good at it. And I think the right way to go about it is a balance. I think Pagula needs to be heard. Adams is literally telling us two days ago, like right now on this show, how he's in like the scouting meetings and they're, they're texting each other about players in college hockey. Like it's, it's easy to say he should shut them out. Or you know, like just hang up on them. What? Like, well, I've done that actually. I didn't mean that as a literal reference, <laughs> but just like it gets easy to say that, but that's not really making it work. What you've got to be able to do is, you know, I let's just assume for a minute that he doesn't always have the best uh, suggestions when it comes to this, because you've got this team of respected analytics guys in the organization. I cannot imagine that they sort of look at these players the same way as he does. So what do you do about it? I don't know how bad a scene it is, but you can't just ignore him. You can't tell him he can't be in the room. I mean, if you want to work there, I'm pretty sure you can't do that. Like the caller is saying, just stand up to him. I, I, I don't know. That's something that's easy to say. So what, what do you have to have? Not that you like doing that means necessarily you're going to have a good team, right? Like I, I can't know that, but you got to sort of, Play it carefully and end up making the moves you want to make. It, if it's it might, if it's possible to do that, it might just be one more thing you need to manage that you shouldn't have to waste five seconds on. That's right. That, I mean, that's that's really what it is. Um, I, I don't know how detrimental, if at all, it is. It, it may, may, maybe they just ignore it, but I, I doubt that. I doubt they can just ignore him. Um, so, you know, but, but, but should you have to spend time talking? No, you should, you should be 
doing other things that are more useful, I think. <laughs> Seems right. I want to commit. I want to compliment you for coming up with this specific subject about them. Uh, I mentioned to Zach after the first hour of the show today that, like, this is. I, I, I don't feel defeated and angry, and I'm not sure why, but, like, <laughs> th- this conversation, the calls have been great, and, and I just, I, it's, been, it's been refreshing to have, usually, I, I feel like, right now, if, if I am going to be part of a show that starts taking calls about the Sabres, I'm thinking about putting my head in, like, the big voice I've got on the, on the, on the bench, mm-hmm. on my workbench downstairs, and just cranking it until my brain start oozing out of my ears and i just think like I, what what am i asking for i just think it's going to be disastrous and this has been good i think well thank you don't move that vice because i have a different idea for tomorrow <laughs> okay great. is drake may falling <laughs> i actually did have that listed up top today until i thought of the other thing is drake may falling february 15th guys are falling everyone <laughs> we have to keep the nfl draft machine churning don't unplug it there cannot be one day when actually nothing changed there cannot be one day of that is drake may falling i don't know we're going out okay we're broken up (laughs) tune in tomorrow for is drake may falling if you missed mike giardi with us you can find it, wgr550.com, talking about the Patriots. He might end up being a Patriot, considered one of the two or at least three best quarterbacks in this draft. You can also listen to some of our recent stuff that we've already covered on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here, pregame at 6 for Sabres and Florida. This is WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.